CHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. Hello, you golfing legends, and welcome back to another episode of the original Off Course. I'm your host, Dan Edwards, and joining me this week is Mr. Jose Miraflor. He's the VP of Marketing and Cobra Architecture, and I'm pretty sure like six or seven other things that he didn't really bother to explain to me. Either way, you all know him, and I think you all love him. What's up, Hose? What's up, buddy? Dude, it's 2023. You guys have a crazy new catalog of product that uh, THPers have been gushing over for the last week or so. Uh, coming off a PGA show, you have all kinds of stuff to talk about. Let's just let's just start unwrapping it, man. What's going on with you? You know what? Like you said, we have a tsunami of products coming out. So it's crazy busy. I've been traveling, training, you know, accounts, employees, store managers and all their products, doing pre-lines with the media. It's been crazy busy. I can't say I've I've had this much fun in a long time. It's been fun. I've been, you know, with COVID, we didn't travel very much. And this last fall was, you know, I was in Spain. I was in Jamaica. I was in the South. You know, I spent a lot of time bringing people here to Carlsbad to show them the new products. So I got to say, buddy, I've been blessed to be having a good time. Yeah. And it's obviously a good year because you didn't spend the first minute talking about beating yags again at a Morgan Cup. So thank goodness we have other things to talk about there. <laughs> well, we could we could stop there for a second. I mean, just to rejoice in, in Team Paradise a little bit. October was a good time in Mississippi. I got to tell you, those courses we played, Old Waverly and Mossy Oak, if you all haven't been there, you, you have to go. I mean, I, the pitchers don't do it justice that we posted. Those two courses are phenomenal. You know, forget the wind, just the golf itself, <laughs> and the camaraderie. I mean, both teams, I, I got to tell you, the guys from both teams were just awesome guys and spending time with them and hanging out ahead of the Morgan Cup. And during the Morgan Cup, I feel like I left there with a bunch of new friends. It's cool. Is your record now four and three or is it? Yeah. Okay. So, Long story short, everyone, the Morgan Cup is an unbelievable experience brought to regular golfers by THP and Cobra Puma. Uh, it's an ongoing event. This it, this will be because it is coming back and it's at the Dormy Club this year in October, which is pretty wicked. Um, it is, I think, year eight. And when I joined, when I played in it, Jose here got... Uh, a street sign for Mr. Mike Yagley and the street sign said one and three on it. Well, you know, and he was wrong. So to actually to tally (laughs) the real score in Morgan cup, because he tallied one of the original, remember that one in Chicago, that wasn't really a Morgan cup. So it was really. Well, it depends who wins, right? And depends who talked to. (laughs) Yeah. So all the records we played to get is four and three, but the actual Morgan cup is four and two. Oops. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Uh-oh. The X is very popular and I hate to, <laughs> you know, step in and say that, but you know, he was given to me. He gave, you were there when he was giving it to me oh, when yeah. team paradise was struggling and, you know, we found a way to do it the way we do our matchups. I think that's been a good formula. Well, it is uh, an every year thing that we look forward to, especially on the community, getting to follow along with the craziness 
that goes along with it. A bunch of golfers who are just everyday golfers get to go out, whole bag full of products, get to play with Mike and Hose here, uh, and go toe-to-toe and see who can win. And it, it's always a very fun follow. Uh, are you excited to go to Dormy this year? I am super pumped to go to Dormy. In fact, I, you know, I'm going to get a sneak peek here in March. Okay. I'm going to head out to Dormy Club, and I, I guess I'm putting it out there. We're going to have a little preview with the Caps and Assistant Caps, just 2v2, um, and, and just go out and get some some um, content oh, pre- no. leading up to it. But also, you know, Josh and I will be going with the Ags and, and uh, JD Talks, and um, we're going to have some fun in early March. I was going to say, we got to make sure that Yags gets some time there too. He can't, he, he's already having a hard enough time keeping up. You can't give him that much of a disadvantage going in. <laughs> well, you know, actually, we, it was supposed to be just Yags, Josh, and I, and we were going to bring a fourth, and we were looking, and I had suggested, you know, it's set up for caps, ass caps matches if you want to do it. Of course, we could bring somebody else from here at CPG or Cobra. And of course we could bring somebody from THP or even a vendor, like, you know, bringing the UST guy or, you know, there's so many fans of THP out there, but we thought what a great opportunity to give everybody just a quick look at it, get to know it a little bit and maybe have some fun teasing about it. You know, that's awesome. That's exciting. And all the new product, it'll be in full swing at that point. Everyone will have had a chance to go out and hit it. Um, and we should talk about the lineups, man, because you have you have new drivers this year, which look awesome. I mean, they, they're called Aerojet. They look very arrow. So I think it's a it's a great name to go with. Um, but I think the the product I'm most excited about this year is the new King Irons. We've been casually, patiently awaiting an updated MBCB profile from you guys. And of course, here it is. Uh, obviously, Mim Tour, uh, the the King Mim Tour is a beautiful product, but uh, this I think falls back into that better player iron kind of profile, and then you move into the actual uh, was it the King Irons themselves. They they seem to be sort of that bridge iron between your your two product models. Is that pretty fair to say? Yeah, I mean, there's a little difference in what you just said. To yeah. <laughs> I think we could all agree that the Ricky Fowler MB irons were probably a little too much iron, not only for Ricky, but for most of us too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, for sure. you know, we hadn't redone the MBCB irons since 2019. When originally they were done in 2016, 2019 was just a cosmetic and a tungsten addition to it. But we were able to create a new MB and CB set, like you said, it flows from the seven iron down muscle backs and six iron up cavity backs. And what a great soft feeling set it is. You know, th- this year, the MBCBs and the, and the King Tour irons are all 100% forged. So we moved away from the MIM metal injection molding technology that you saw in our last Tour iron and went into 100% forging. And it allows us to do that five step forging process that not a lot of people know about you know most companies out there hit it three or four times um the third and fourth could be precision forging steps and then we actually hit it one more time it's under 800 degrees celsius i think that's pretty hot and then 2000 tons of pressure the 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 machine that presses on it is two stories tall 2,000 tons, and when it hits it, it's a loud boom. 
Can you imagine hearing that all day long? But it, it aligns the grain structure so well. And I think we all, as golfers, have heard over the years, a good grain alignment structure is a big part of feel. Um, it, it makes the weight between each iron super tight. So you don't have to worry about needing to polish the iron. The shape is super refined. So all the polishers need to do is remove the forging line that's there where the, the little bit of metal is pushed out of the iron in between the dies, right? And so the shape is consistent from each iron to iron. But I think the end result to most golfers is going to be the feel, number one. Number two, if you look like seven iron to seven iron to seven iron, comparing different irons on different racks, they all look identical. And that just speaks to, you know, what we've done with the players developing this iron. We want to make sure we're delivering the exact shape that they're asking for. So that's why we use this five-step forging process. And, you know, the people who have been hitting the irons through all our demo days lately have been saying, the feel of these irons is so incredibly soft, not too soft, not too script, uh, script uh, excuse me, crisp, but somewhere right in there. And we're proud of that, you know, and it, that's something you're, you should be really thinking about. Why are you buying these better player irons? Well, one, you want precision control. So your offsets, your, your grooves, um, all that's super important. And then, you know, you want an iron goes through the turf. And then when it when you do swing it well, it has to feel great. Yeah. So that's interesting. I enjoyed the last MBCB. I guess the 2016 was probably the last time I had, had personally hit them. Uh, that was back when Jeremy had him in the bag and had a very much a love-hate relationship with his golf swing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. Um, so that it was that model. And I thought, man, these are really just solid irons. They're not like on the upper echelon of sound or feedback, but they're very solid profile. Uh, and then you stepped into MIM, which is obviously a different take on the the concept and, and promotes a different profile of sound when you come out to it. And now you've gone to this five-step forging process. I get a sense that Cobra is very in tune and focused on making quality products sound better. And I want to circle that back with the fact that I feel like with the drivers you've been producing, and especially back to F9, which I think is my favorite sounding driver of all time probably, um, why is sound and feel and uh, feedback so critical to your story right now? Well, you know, we, we ask golfers every year, what is it that makes you get off the couch to go check out new stuff? Inevitably, distance is up there, right? Um, on irons, you know, when you talk to tour players, single digits, even, you know, 15 handicaps and below, um, distance isn't number one, it's feel. Feel is the number one thing they're looking for. Then there's control and distance and then forgiveness. And so when we tune everything, you know, we, we tune it to a frequency. We, we, we try and make it. We, we look at modal technology and we try and understand how vibrations move through the head, whether it's a driver or an iron. And we've really honed in on how to tune our product lines. We, we have a frequency for our drivers that we try and hit at 3,800 hertz. And then for our iron technology, we know like hosels and top lines all need to flex a certain way. Um, there's like two or three different modes that we pay attention to and we can tune it. And we've been successful. And in, in, in your answer, I guess, to your question, the quick one is it's what people are asking for. So you got to give the better players what they want, because 
I think you're, you're, you're a really good player, Dan. I love playing with you, by the way. But I, I think the first thing that players do when you go to try a product is you look at it at a dress and you say, is this the square face on a driver that I want to look at a dress profile? Is this the offset? I'm looking for an iron. Does the top line and compact shape heel to toe suit me? And then, of course, you hit it. And the first thing, before you even look at numbers, you're already judging feel, right? And then if the feel passes your, your, your mustard test, you know, then you start looking at numbers. What's my launch? What's my spin? What's my ball speed? But if it doesn't feel good, you really don't really care to move on to number three. What are the numbers? It just, if it sounds poor, a lot of people just say, well, that was cool, but gosh, that doesn't sound good at all. It doesn't feel good <laughs> at all. Right. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. some people that's a barrier to success. So yeah, it's, it's, it's important for us to get that right. So I remember putting the, I think it was the speed back irons in play and, and just being so thrilled with the sound profile and the four iron. It is the four iron that I had in the bag. Kind of like it was the same year Ricky put his in the bag at the waste management and it was mm -hmm. just ripping them. I'm like, well, if he can do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> that was and a that, great long iron to put in people's bags. A great yeah. secret weapon, right? But it was like, it was the sound that really got me. And and I'll tell you, I'm not picky when it comes to, can I hit a product or am I willing to hit it? But I am picky about what stays in the bag. And when I have a product like that, that I can hit my five iron and, and it's typically like a player CB profile. And to be able to go to that next set or that next head in the in in my bag and say like the sound difference is not significant enough for me to be bothered by it i mm -hmm. think that's a big story to tell because th there's so much that goes into the construction right and all these moving parts that go into the larger irons or the the more technologically forward irons getting that getting that tune i mean that's a huge deal that kept it in the bag for probably nine or 10 months longer than most of the guys would, would have expected me to, you know? Agreed. Agreed. You know, the, it, it is that transition from your gamer set to then to a hybrid or to a long iron or a utility iron. What does that transition feel like, sound like, and the performance of it? That's when you can make small exceptions, but you're still expecting a cool sound, a good sound to it. Right. So when it comes to the King Tour, it, it definitely has a different presence and you have that uh, that carve out in the back. I noticed you guys didn't leave it hollow. You actually threw a TPU in there. How much did that impact the sound? Oh, it, it, it could be the softest sounding iron to all three. A lot of people comment on it. So inherently, you know, cavity back irons are can be louder sounding than muscle backs, right? The thicker the, the impact zone behind the ball, the softer the sound is. The thinner the top line, the softer the sound will be, right? So when you started making cavity backs, it's kind of sounded like a drum. Um, our take on it is that this is the iron that's replacing the, the, the King Tour, the Mim Tour, excuse me. So this King Tour, it goes from miming to forging. That alone is going to make it sound soft. And don't get me wrong, that Mim iron was super soft, right? We, we take the head to your point and we machine out an undercut replace all that weight with TPU, which damps the vibrations. And then that extra weight that we hogged out, for lack of a better term, machined out, you know, was accounted for by moving it heel toe. The blade gets slightly longer. Um, 
top line slightly thicker, and that gives us a lot of forgiveness along with the distance and the feel that you're going to get for that better player. So very excited about that iron. As you know, Ricky's been using it. Man, he had a great weekend going this last weekend, just a, a couple holes in the, the back nine, and you know he would have had another top ten. How about that golf swing? It, it looks different. Sounds like yeah. uh, he's been working pretty hard. I've been talking to Ben, you know, our Ben Showman. He's head of our tour efforts, right? Uh, director of tour operations. And he said that Rick's never been this committed to his game. And it shows. His swing looks phenomenal. Whatever he and Butch are working on, it's working really well. It, he's on plane. You know, we used to, uh, the last couple of years, had to make him a flat driver, two to three degrees flat a separate tool from the standard tools. And right now he's in a standard Aerojet, um, you know, no flat tool. It's being developed, but he didn't need it because his swing has changed so much. He's in a standard, you know, nine degree head, lofted up just a tiny bit and uh, he's killing it. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I saw I saw some either this. Yeah, it was a swing and then a couple stills where his hands are at the top and how different it is. It just looks in control. So, you know, hopefully hopefully that continues to improve for him because he's always been a really fun guy to watch. I, I, I've i always really appreciated his perspective around the greens, just like get up and hit it kind of thing. I love mm -hmm. that. Um, and, and as much as I never really fell in love with the, the whole full orange profile, I'm coming around on the color. We're, we're turning into Bengals fans in the house, so <laughs> we're warming up to it a bit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. How, how about the rest of the tour presence? What, what, uh, what's that been like for you guys over the last few months? Oh, it's been a massive turnover to Aerojet. Um, the players have found it real easily. I mean, the first person to jump into the Aerojet driver, Woodland, you know, his contract with Wilson was up at the end of the year. So in September, he tried our first heads of Aerojet that we had from the sales meeting, first tour parts. And he fell in love. I mean, the, the first day he got him um, and tried him with Ben. And he's like, I, I, I want to put this in play now. And, and I begged them both. I said, guys, can can we wait one more month so it's not on tour right away and give me give us time to get it out there, sell some and get it closer to our embargo date. So I was able to hold him off. We were able to hold him off, Tio and I, um, till end of October. But that's who we put it on the USGA conforming list for was, was him. He picked it up right away and he loves it. I mean, he did not have a great weekend this week. Um, but if you looked at his driver stats, I think he was leading in driver stats. Um, so Woodland is uber happy with his driver uh, and he's playing the muscle back irons we just talked about. So for you guys out there, you know, you may want your full muscle back and full a cavity back of that MBCB combo. Um, if you're right-handed, you can have both of those sets full up and down. You can decide if you want to break somewhere else in the set. Um, in lefty, we have full cavity backs available, just not the full muscle backs, only from seven down to, to gap wedge. So I, I was tinkering around on the website and saw all those different configs you guys have out there to, to give people options. And of course, I'm like, all right, one of the questions the THPers have was, you know, what what makes sense for a split set? And it seems like you're sort of answering that for us uh, with with those builds out there. But 
how many how many people do you think are going to be inclined to go with all three from a split perspective i think you'll have a bunch i mean that's why it, as you guys look at them as a family they they look very similar to each other mm-hmm. so that you could flow them i was talking about it with somebody uh just last week at the show better player um good player in his section he was thinking like he could use the king tour iron in just the three and four and then he would have you know six and five as the muscle cavity from the cbmb set and then go seven on down muscle backs you could you guys can do it wherever you want i mean yeah. it's, it's that simple we have it all available to you well that's interesting because there's also this uh this utility discussion that's always out there and the presence between the two doesn't seem that far off. Uh, and you, you guys have made a, a very solid utility for quite some time now. That's been my challenge as I slowly step away from even three wood at this point and just enjoying the uh, utility game because I think it's just really fun. That, that ability to have a similar profile all the way through just maintains that confidence factor, not thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, it's this club. I really got to put a good swing on it. Agreed. And, you know, for those of you who want a utility iron, the King family that comes out, you know, in, in February. Ha- oh, what a cute dog you got there, bro. It's the, the mascot here. <laughs> what's, his, what's his or her name? This is Archie. He's a two-year-old madman, like a hound and a, uh Australian healer, he looks, I think. Yeah. He looks fast. He looks He's, fast. His trouble is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we, we made a utility iron to match the set. It looks like the other irons. It is hollow, has a 65 gram weight, you know, inside of it, like the old utility iron has the PowerShell face cup. It, and it, this year we removed the MyFly setting. And for some people, they kind of be bummed that you can't adjust it or change out shafts all the time. But what's great about that is... Now we can perfectly match the loft in a loft and light machine and your lie angle, which is the most important to, to better players, to the rest of your set. Um, and because it's 431 stainless steel, um, it bends pretty easily. Um, and I made mine three degrees flat uh, from where it is and it bent and it it's a good feeling utility iron. So that's an option too. You can have four irons in your flow set of irons if you really wanted to i think that's kind of much but i mean you have choices out there really you, you say it's kind of much but listen we're talking to the lunatic fringe over there on thp <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind they've already put those bags together in their heads as, as they're going to sleep at night you know most people count sheep they count different product options for 2023 <laughs> i will tell you that in my bag right now because I can do it, right? Let's let's I be have- clear. I'm going to stop you right there and say, as much as I'm telling Jose about THPers right now, he is 100% a THPer at heart. Oh so, yeah. Like, let's let's yeah. hear let's hear about this bag setup you've got because I well, know first it's of all, let's just put it out there. I only participate <laughs> in, on THP when when on site and blogging, so it's it's the site for me. I identify with you guys so well. So yeah, in my set. I go from my my raw wedges with my grinds, right? And I go to pitch and nine is the King Tour iron. <laughs> I have Forge Tech in the eight and seven, right? Playing that and old then, technology, yeah. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I have Tech X. These are all kings though, right? Okay. I have the Tech X in a six and five. And then I have utility irons in either five and four, I depending on you know 
how bad my long iron game is that that week. I could change them in and out. Um, and then I go to the King Tech hybrids after that. So I have the full family of King running through my bag. And of course, I have Aerojets up at the top. Um, and, you know, it's it's they feel great. What, what's great about it is I, you know, you have this loft range that gets stronger as you go. So you have to manage that and you have to manage your line goals. But once you map it out on an Excel sheet and you have access to a loft and line machine, you can do whatever you want, really. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or go any one of those fitting partners and, uh, you know, just crush out a ridiculous bag. Uh, you mentioned uh, getting on the conforming list, and, and this is a curious time of year for a lot of companies because it seems like the timing to hit the list and the timing to actually uh, get to embargo is there's definitely a gap there. Uh, it, it seems like it's improved with the hot list coming out and kind of showcasing some products that maybe weren't already out. But uh, in your role, being that you're VP of marketing and a whole bunch of other things, <laughs> it, is it is it frustrating to not be able to tell that story before people start talking about it? Well, it's 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 twofold. Uh, we want to tell the story as soon as we have it, but we also know. I mean, okay, a lot of THPers are under snow right now, and it's really cold, right? So the season doesn't really start for half the United States until April. So if you look at the best selling months of the year, this is the geeky side of my of my job, right? I know that January, February, March, April, May are the biggest months of the year. After Father's Day, purchasing at you know, full price tends to you know, go down a little bit. So we know we want to ship products in the market January, February, enjoy the big months of March, April, May. That's when a majority of your sales will go. So we're trying to get stuff ready to announce in January, not to mention our tour players you know, are playing in the Tournament of Champions. They want to play the stuff in January. In fact, they're spending Q4, October through December, honing in their stuff. And when they're trying the stuff, we want to tell people the news. I want to be able to say Gary Woodland in our driver ripped out his you know ping driver really quick. I want to say you and Ferguson, I met him in Spain and I I on the range in front of all the media, I let him try Aerojet for the first time. He smashed the heck out of that driver. He was in love. We send him to a photo shoot the week after. He gets properly fitted by Ben, leaves there with an Aerojet, Aerojet fairway, Aerojet hybrid, right? And the, the guy is just ridiculously happy on the DP World Tour, you know, the two-time winner last year. I mean, that's how easy it's been. When you look at Lexi, uh, are we allowed to talk about Bryson? Bryson, Kyle, we got Justin Suh, we got um, – uh, Maddie Schmidt came over from the European tour this year. We got all these, all of our stable of players, all, all in Aerojet. The only thing we, we need now is somebody to win with it, right? To completely yeah. validate it and, and really kick off the year. That would be Jose's wish come true. Let's get two wins right now within the month of, of February. And um, let's just start the year rocking. So let's be clear. You can talk about whatever you want with the exception of the you know, top three things that no one wants to talk about unless you go on Twitter. So (laughs) do whatever you want to do. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's, that's interesting, man. Like I, it it always feels like a really awkward time, but I I know you guys are already looking at next year, probably the year after that, for all I know, probably three years after that. 
Uh, I'll never forget sitting in the fishbowl at Cobra getting all super excited about a product you like just wait till next year i'm like man i'm just waiting for this year right now (laughs) like come on we um the the week of pga show last week on monday before the show started we had a room with our cobra product guys from around the world and marketing guys and we showed them 2024 first looks like finished products okay Um, and you know we were making cosmetic just colored decisions but they were all finished and everybody's like can we go out and hit these i'm like no (laughs) not yet we're testing them right now we're in the middle of 24 to your point and 25 and 26 we're all already been identified as possible technologies um that are being validated through yagley's team because you guys know yagley's head of innovation his team is in charge of dreaming breaking and fixing and making ready for 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 Yagley, Tom Olsavsky, and Doug Roberts and I to go through and say, okay, these are the technologies we want to run through for the coming years, right? Yeah. So fun process. It's it's something, that's for sure. Besides um, your job, I could have the coolest job in golf besides you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, my title only has one thing after it, podcast guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's been six. fun. You are the fun guy. Everybody loves talking to you. So there you go. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I want to hear some thoughts on Puma products. Uh, yeah. I, I know you're wearing it. I'm wearing it. Uh, it it's got to be always a really cool thing to have a company kind of running alongside equipment uh, to see the innovation that goes on on the apparel side. We've seen Cloudspun become pretty much a household name at this point. You've got matter which uh, i still debate is number two james out there debates number one <laughs> uh, and then shoes and all that so have you enjoyed the progression that puma's had over the last couple of years oh yeah. my gosh yes heck yeah you know as golfers we need clothing to wear while we're golfing and you know whether it's beautiful and sunny like sunny california or cold or super humid or super hot you want the apparel that's going to allow you to just do your thing and i'm not a guy that loves or can play with a large amount of layers so when you're playing right now in the winter time it says the californian yeah yeah exactly right (laughs) but you know we teed it up the other day and it was 42 so for us that's really cold dan i i I almost didn't play it's pretty chilly yeah i'll give you that but you know at 42 degrees when you tee it up you're you're like okay what am i wearing you know i want to be able to swing so it's nice to know that the cloud spun can can have some warm weather gear so i wear a polo i wear a a a pullover uh sweatshirt style that's a little thicker and then a vest and i feel like i can swing freely right versus wearing i've seen guys out there with three layers that are super thick and i'm like how do you take your backswing i mean i'm not limber as it is because i'm an old fart but you know i don't need clothing to be in the way so it's nice and you know what the to boot, it looks and fits awesome. The guys and gals over at our AFA, which you know sit right outside my office, um, they work really hard on fit, moisture wicking, you know, technology materials, and and I love watching their designs and the reason why these patterns exist. It, it's pretty cool. You know, when at one point I was in charge of marketing for the Puma brand, but it turned out to just be way too much to be in charge of so much. So they gave that to Grant. You should have Grant on your show one of these days. Grant Knutson 
originally a shoe guy, now in charge of all Puma stuff, like I am on the Cobra side, architecture-wise. He is a, a pretty cool visionary and, you know, just an all-around cool dude. And um, he, he and the team create some cool stuff. I love the idea that we'd, uh, we'll definitely connect with Grant and see if we can get him on <clears throat> being how much product I actually end up wearing. <laughs> <That's cloud. laughs> I, I think, uh, so between all the Palmer branding stuff and all the cloud spun, I've got like, I don't know, my entire closet of quarter zips and, uh, long sleeve shirts is now cloud spun. It's like, all right, relax. Just because you see another color doesn't mean you need to own another color, buddy. Like, come on. As long as you have room in your closet, buddy, I, I'm at the point now where my wife is making me purge because I get so yeah. much clothing. So I, I, I asked a question on THP a few months ago, and, and I have a structure in place. It's not a good one because I rarely follow it. But the idea is every time I wash something, I put it at the front of the rack. And by the end of the year, whatever ends up at the back, I try and like get rid of. Um, but the whole question was like, at what point do you step away? And, and there's a mixed bag over there. It's like, oh, when it's worn and tattered, when it's not the same color anymore, uh, every year I get something new. That's got to be crazy for you. I'm, I'm assuming you're just swimming in it at this point. It, it's We never get to the point where anything is warm and tattered. It's like, because you're in the, if you're on the fashion side, like I was, I was wearing the sweatshirt at the show, pullover. And a couple people are like, man, that's a really cool sweatshirt. And then one of the Puma peeps was there and he goes, yeah, that was, that was a 2019 special right there. And I was like, 2019, this thing's four years old. And the guy's like, well, not quite four, but yeah, I mean, and, and it was, it looks brand new and everybody thought it was a brand new layering hoodie. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> you so gotta you know, sit you on some wearing yeah. old stuff, you, you got to move on or, you know, that's so loud. You remember when people used to say that is so last year, dude. Yeah. Well, the, the new big thing out there is joggers. What do you think of that? So, you know, I'm so short. You guys will get a kick out of this. A jogger is just still baggy pants on me. I, I got to get them hemmed if I really want to look like joggers. <laughs> I, you know, on the tournament this weekend, uh, what's his name? Um, Sam Ryder. Sam Ryder made joggers look pretty cool. Now, I'm not sure. You better have some really sick ankle game and not have any hairy ankles because that's going to look bad on you. But... <laughs> You know, I, I I think it looks good for the younger guys. Uh, I, I I say this to all the older guys out there: don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be have a nice little tan down there. There'd be like a sheen shining out of the bottom of my pants. My my, my setup was like that. It, it it is interesting how polarizing it is because we went through the hoodie discussion last year or the year before. I guess it was last year where it really came to a head. Uh, and and certainly Puma was no slouch on getting into the hoodie game for golf. Uh, and it seems like this year joggers are front and center. And and the last thing I read before I came on the show today was, well, if they're going to allow joggers, they may as well allow shorts. And let's just talk about the stretch we're going there. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, joggers are, I think, great for me. I consider it awesome loungewear, running errands mm -hmm. on the golf course. I'm still on the other side of the fence. And let's, let's put it another way. If we can get JB to wear joggers, on the golf course. Then I will sign off and say, joggers are officially cool There's on the golf no course. Way. We have no hope. You can't even get that guy. Well, you know what? I played with Josh in like 30s, I think, uh -huh. uh, a few months ago. I was I had to double check it was him. I thought there was like a double that showed up and played. 
I was blown away. His willingness to get out there and, and put the whole pants on the actual jacket. And I was really proud of him. But uh, other before that weekend, I would have said, if it's not shorts weather, I don't expect him to be there. <laughs> you know, uh, the new thing in shorts, and I'm sure, I'm sure you guys know it because you guys are all fashion forward, is like the inseam length. Yeah, I want to talk to you about inseam. that. Yeah. Well, picking your inseam number one. The other thing is I just got uh, an email from you guys uh, when I say you guys from Puma about the new dealer shorts and dealer Uh pants. Mm -hmm. And the guys, uh, one of the pictures is him sitting on the ground and there's a whole lot of legs showing. And listen, I know this is an audio only podcast right now. No one wants me to own those shorts. No one. Okay. (laughs) Like that's, that's rude of me to do that. It's really interesting, Hose, how many manufacturers, and I'm thrilled that they're allowing options at this point. Because if you don't get that longer inseam option, I'm better off wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> we talking tan line? Is that the problem? Oh, that's generous to call it a tan. I, I have <laughs> I have two colors: the the slightly off white version that actually gets to see the sun, and then like basically something that would be uh, akin to hanging out like in one of the Arctic circles. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure my great uncle is a polar bear, so. <laughs> Well, you know, and all the THPers out there that know me, I need the shorter inseam because, you know, shorts, normal length, nine inch are just look like normal shorts to me. Mm-hmm. For you guys, those are short. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. An eight you know, inch inseam. That That is one thing I, I don't feel like it's discussed enough in, in shorts because you have pants, which are, well, 30, 32, 34 inch length. And then mm-hmm. you go to shorts and it's just like one size fits all. Not to mention each width it's like uh big and tall or right there's no big and skinny <laughs> they're tall and no skinny big, you know? yeah <laughs> what do they call that skinny fat i don't know they, 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 we don't, they don't have that so we're kind of looking at two different sides of the uh the spectrum here but at least you get the thrill of putting those shorts on and not having people look at you like please man stop yeah, yeah. Putt here. You'll never accuse me of having daisy dukes on because they'll never make them that short <laughs> for me but I am excited this summer. Actually, you know, we can wear shorts now, but we, you know, to get these, get the new pairs of shorts. It's funny. I have so many shorts from over the years and I, last year I purged away anything that was longer than nine inches. And now I have an opportunity to purge even those if get all the eight inch inseams, gobble those things up. Look at you. Sorry to be selfish on the show, everyone. Sorry about that. No, I feel like you've been sending some emails and they're finally not going to the garbage uh, recycle bin over there at Puma. They're listening to you. Well, thank goodness the camera, you know, when we're on TV or on videos, it is pretty much waist up. So we don't have to worry about the stuff yeah. down there. <laughs> hey, what about uh, shoes? I-, I found Alpha Cat last year, and I think they are the best shoes ever made. And prior to that, I thought the Biofusions were mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of dating myself there with that one. What are your thoughts on Puma shoes right now? Which is the best one in your group? I am still using the Alpha Cats. And I got to tell you, to your point, the most comfortable shoes that I've ever worn. And mind you, I work for other shoe companies, right? Some really well-known ones. And these are the most comfortable golf shoes I've ever worn. I mean, I could wear them all day. I wore them all day at the demo day, all day at the show, which is great, right? Um, Their traction on them for being spikeless is unrivaled in my opinion. You know, Mm -hmm. You can slip in unspikeless shoes, and that's why I always wore spikes. You know, I, I love the Alpha Cat. Um, what were those called? Um, 
caged yeah. when, and they're spiked and um these don't slip and they're lighter they're a great walking shoe if you love to walk uh, so i'm i'm smitten clearly with the alpha cats and i fully support them <laughs> it's interesting because the, the it's it's been a curious ride from Puma's side going through this spikeless experience. And like I said, I first fell in love with Biofusion because I had the leather ones that were like absolutely bulletproof when it goes comes to playing in, in all conditions. Right. Um, and then we sort of stepped away from that. And then I think we got to like Ignite and Biofusion. Uh, there was one in between. And I felt like the traction, like it just wasn't where I was expecting it to be. Right. Uh, and I took a chance on Alpha Cat. I can't remember. I think, yeah, I bought the um, the Gusto Wind ones from, mm. uh, you know, the very first major year. I think they might have been tied in. I, I can't. I couldn't yeah. tell you. But <laughs> where? And they're uh, by far my favorite shoes I've ever put on it. What's fascinating about it is there are so many companies out there that make a nice shoe that as soon as you wear them in, they feel great. I think the one thing that I've always loved about the Alpha Cat is the second you put them on, they're comfortable until the second you take them off. And that yeah. is, that's a rare thing to find. Yeah. And they moisture wick well too. So you don't have yeah. to worry about your feet like getting super hot or getting sweaty. Cause I mean, that's, that's the hard thing when you walk golf is if your feet get wet, there's no going back, right? That's how you get blisters. So it's, it's nice to have a shoe that's that's comfortable and and still breathes enough to keep you your feet dry and cool. So they have this uh, that new layer on top. Is it like a like a soft TPU? I don't know what it is. It covers the whole shoe. Yeah. And uh, I actually played with four guys over the weekend, uh, three of which had Alpha Cats on. And and of course I'm in Ohio, hose. I don't know if you know this. We actually get the thing called precipitation here. <laughs> <laughs> so five five days prior to us playing there's actually snow on the ground and then the water came or the rain came through cleared that up so we were able to get out and play three all three of us with uh, the alpha cats on our feet were totally dry after the round and it's to me it's like that is the shoe you need you need a shoe you can wear in the middle of the summer but also when it's wet and and crappy out and and you don't have to worry about soggy feet like that's such a big deal man it is, you know, what weatherproofing on a shoe is a big deal. E even in Cali, you know, in the morning it's wet. Shoot, it's been raining here for like three weeks. It feels like I live in Seattle now. But, you know, having dry feet when it's wet, wet out or morning dew, it's so important, right? The, the one uh, shoe I haven't tried yet is the Articulate. Have you tried them yet? You know, I tried one pair. Um, at the sales meeting and um, we we gave them out to all the reps so we played Tory Pines with them and those were really good too yeah but I gotta say Alpha Cat in my opinion it's the profile how it sits on the uh, on the ground right um, I, I love it I'm, nice. I'm, I'm gonna be an Alpha Cat it's gonna take a lot to get me out of these Alpha Cats you yeah, know well they, they came out with the Articulate in this crazy looking blue colorway like right where the the centralized badges and then mm -hmm. the rest of the shoes white and i'm staring at it i'm like listen i don't want to cheat on you alpha cats but this is looking pretty hot right now so, <laughs> so you're a shoe guy you you Man. love your shoes so here's what i do i buy one pair of shoes and if i love them i buy 10 that's basically <laughs> like my problem so last year i bought alpha cats and i loved them so i bought more alpha cats and then of right. course my wife goes like why do you have so many shoes i'm like listen because 
Puma is a problem. Okay. Yeah. So, but then you yeah. guys do the new colorways and then you got all the, the great releases near the majors and it's just like, I want them all. So it becomes kind of a problem, but then they sort of stick around and yeah, the more <laughs> yeah, I the buy, the more I can throw I just out. purged four pairs of shoes this weekend. I was kind of bored because it was raining again. So I um, went through in the garage. So I shoe racks upstairs down in the garage and I went to the garage and I had to purge some more shoes because I got some new ones during the show. And so purge some older golf shoes, which it's hard to say goodbye to. I mean, you oh. look at them, you're like, these are great. Yeah. That, but that you never is wear my them inevitably. You never yeah. wear them. So I'm oh. like, okay, these guys go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, we go through off seasons and we call it an off season shoe. Mm -hmm. um and, and that's when like the weather's pretty bad again uh, probably not yeah. familiar but by the time that's done we can at least make an argument like okay these these, these shoes have had enough let's let's let them rest for a while <laughs> so uh, i remember yeah. playing once where i wore they were brand new pair of shoes i wore them i was wearing shorts at, it was a I think it was a thp event and i remember it was the the final day singles and it was so wet out that when you're wearing shorts you know you don't have rain pants Mm -hmm. the water just goes down your leg into your shoe and they were sopping wet that was the quickest turnaround in a shoe of ever you they were brand new gave them to us that weekend right and i literally put them in the trash can because they were so sopping wet i was afraid what they would smell like by the time i got home oh yeah you so put that, them in the, that's my quickest turnaround purging of a shoe ever oh man hose it's always such a good time having you on buddy i really appreciate you taking the time today Thanks, pal. Love talking with you. I miss you, man. We got to get together in person um, at one of these days and, and play some G. I'm down. Uh, do you have any questions for me or anything else you want to share with TH Peers before we go? Um, inevitably, I think TH Peers are going to ask what you know LE products we're going to have from Cobra coming out. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't ask me that. I was chipping away with the shoe stuff. You weren't you weren't giving it to me. So <laughs> um, there there are going to be some LE stuff, but now that doesn't mean I don't want you guys to buy your your your, your Aerojet drivers, guys. Go get them. But inevitably, there will be. Similar to what we did last year. I mean, okay. think about it. PTC is a big thing. What yeah. could that driver look like? Use your imagination. It's going to be wild. And then, of course, you know, when you when you think about this is our 50th anniversary year. So that's something we didn't get to dig deep into. 50th anniversary for Cobra. And there might be a celebration of that in an LE something or other. And then, of course, you know, we came only out with one color this year, so can't help but think some of the people out there are really pissed at me for not having a bluish or a driver with more blue in it. So, you know, volition time of the year gives us some patriotic color options. So think about that. There's some stuff out there you guys might want to like uh, try. Um, and of course, you know, next time we get together, maybe we talk about some of the new wedges that are coming out in, in, um, in March. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you about wedges and I'm going to tell a little story right, right quick, uh, had to do with when we went out to eat the, the last time I was in California and I asked you, are you happy with the wedges that Cobra's producing right now? And you said, or do you think they could improve? And you said, I'm never happy and they can always improve, uh, <laughs> which was an interesting take, but it was also, we spent an hour celebrating great product. And then you said like, look, we've got 
we've always got room to improve. I, I think that was the, my takeaway from you. So the idea that there's new wedges coming is really exciting. Uh, I'd love to have you back on the show then to talk about it. And I want to circle back uh, with the commentary about uh, driver colors. The last time we talked about a driver color, you had two of them. I chose the one you didn't agree with, and you had a very strong perspective on my choice. <laughs> so it, it's always touch and go talking to hose about driver color. <laughs> you know what? I, I think you and I could have a two-hour podcast, so it, it's it's best we chop it up for everybody else so they stay interested in what we're talking about. But absolutely pal i'll jump on we could talk about any subject golf personal life it's just fun talking with you dan all right cool hey well next time let's talk wedges and i'm going to get some more thp or questions for you maybe for uh some of the stuff you guys are doing over there and we'll, we'll tack it all sound good yeah yeah i'd love that we could even talk fitting long game with 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 hybrids and fairways which we didn't get a chance to do. that's always an untouched topic isn't it i love it i'm in hey all right pal. i hope you guys enjoy the conversation today uh jose's always talking with us on thp if you need anything from him go bug him there still a couple spots i believe in the morgan cup left to secure so if you want to play golf with jose instead of just yelling at him online that's also an option out there it's an unbelievable experience it'll absolutely change your golfing life uh certainly make your year more interesting so go check that out on the thp forum other than that go try my favorite shoe (laughs) (laughs) cloud spun still the best stuff i love it we'll catch you guys next week thp radio on the hackers paradise podcast network your number one source for all things golf subscribe on itunes to never miss an episode